My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. At the beginning of this year, I read a story from the Gospels, and I have not been able to get it out of my head. So many decisions I've made this year have, in one way or another, been linked back to this story over and over again. It's taught me a lot about myself, and I feel I am still learning, which is why it's been so hard for me to be able to write this, to get my thoughts organized and put together, because I don't feel like I have all of the pieces yet. And I really wish I could be more eloquent in sharing what this experience has been and done for me. There are three accounts of this story, one in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The one in Mark is my favorite. Here it is. And the same day, when the even was come, he, Jesus, saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? So here's the setting. Jesus has been healing people and answering questions all day, maybe even for multiple days. It's not really super clear. So he is tired, and he tells his disciples to travel to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And it sounds like they had to carry him into the ship. It says they took him even as he was into the ship. And he sleeps, like the sleep of the dead. There's a storm and the ship is full of water and Jesus sleeps through it all on a pillow. Can you imagine being in a life or death situation and your leader is sleeping through it all? That sounds like it would be pretty scary to me. There's definitely reason to fear. So I've never understood why Jesus would accuse them of having no faith. He says, after he calms the storm, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? That has always seemed pretty harsh to me. I mean, it's pretty cool and amazing that Jesus has power over the elements, but he can't really blame his disciples for being afraid, can he? But at the beginning of this year, the Spirit whispered to me that their fear had replaced their faith in that moment. Yes, it was a life or death situation, but their fear of, in this case, death, pushed out and replaced their faith in God's plan, in their Savior. I've thought about this a lot, fear versus faith, which it makes sense on a surface level, if you're just brushing over it, that you can't have faith and fear at the same time. But the Savior is teaching his disciples here that they shouldn't even have fear in a near-death situation. That they should choose faith. That seems like a pretty tall order. Because I have quite a few things that I'm afraid of. Some of them don't even mean death. But some of them do. And I honestly have felt justified in my fear. 
I fear the death of a child. I fear not doing enough to teach my kids the gospel. I fear people's ridicule when sharing the gospel or my testimony. I fear rejection if I invite someone to church or even if I just say hi to them on the street. I know it's ridiculous. I'm working on it. But I could keep going. I haven't even touched on drowning or kidnapping or torture. I mean, there are so many things to be afraid of. So I've struggled this year trying to justify some of my fears because that feels a lot easier than trying to figure out how to choose faith. Because choosing faith is hard. Fear is really easy. You're afraid of something, so you avoid it. Or you do all you can to avoid it. Easy. But choosing faith is different for every situation, for every person. What things do you fear? Are you willing to give them up and choose faith? I fight fear and worries every day. It's been eye-opening to consider whether I'm choosing faith or fear for these last months. Fear sneaks in so easily. But it's not impossible to choose faith, and I found that there are many different methods to choose faith. Going to the temple, reading from the scriptures, going to church even when it feels like I'm not getting anything from it and it's more frustrating than edifying, repentance, reminding myself to trust that God has a plan for me and my family and that it's all going according to plan, even when it doesn't feel like it. Nothing that is happening is a surprise to him. He provided a way out. Jesus Christ. Just as Jesus rescued his disciples from the storm, he rescues us. The disciples had no reason to fear the storm if they focused on Jesus. Either he would save them from the storm, or they would die and he would save them from death through resurrection. Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. He can make up for and turn anything and everything we are afraid of for good. I wish I could say that I have now successfully overcome all of my fears, but that would be a lie, which, you know, is another sin. It's like those memes where they show something crazy and then the caption says, new fear unlocked. Uh, New fears are popping up for me all the time, and old ones frequently resurface. But ways to choose faith are also popping up, are being unlocked, if you will, as I focus on the Savior in each situation. He is no longer sleeping. He is wide awake, facing what I face with me. If I look to him, I no longer need to focus on what scares me. The Savior says, Look unto me in every thought. Doubt not. Fear not. Wherefore, fear not even unto death. For in this world your joy is not full. But in me, your joy is full. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.